What is up, everybody? We are going to talk about four ways to get rid of anxiety today because I get anxious and sometimes I get really anxious and I feel like we all do in this day and age. Um, So these are things that help my anxiety. I've learned to try and objectify my anxiousness a little bit, reminding myself that though I may be a person who is anxious, I'm not an anxious person. You know, there's a difference. It's just a state that I'm currently living in. It's an indication that I'm out of balance. I'm off my center. I'm not connected to my truth. It's helpful for me to see anxiousness this way because it forces me to ask myself, okay, if I'm out of balance, if I'm feeling this anxiousness, what would bring me back into balance? What would make me feel better? And that's what I'm going to be explaining here on this podcast four ways to get rid of anxiety. Um, These are personal anecdotes. And there are tons of ways to get rid of anxiety, tons of ways that I've learned and practiced. But these are four simple and what I've found to be powerful ways uh, to get rid of that damn old anxiety. But before we get into that, I just want to say hello, everybody. Once again, welcome back to Looking Up. My name is Max McCoy. If you're new here, I haven't released a podcast in a little bit. And I've just been busy working on some other things. I've been working on a little, a lot of video projects. Um, for those that don't know, that is my career. I am a video creator and producer, not only for myself, but for other amazing entrepreneurs and educators. So I've been busy doing that and just kind of taking a break from the podcast world a little bit, but I'm excited to get back to it. I have a lot of good episodes in the queue, a lot of good interviews, and then I will be continuing to do more of these solo podcasts where I get to talk about my process as I'm pursuing clarity and direction, as I'm pursuing, you know, what I believe to be my highest path, there are roadblocks that I face, there are hurdles I have to face, there are inner happenings that I have to work through. And in that process, I like to reflect on them, I like to learn in public with you guys. And I hope that on this podcast, as I learn, as I reflect, as I kind of give myself reminders, I hope that proves to be helpful for you guys. That is it. If you haven't subscribed to the show, if you haven't left a review on Apple iTunes, please do that. That is the way that this show grows organically. Um, Send this to your friend, your dog, your grandma, whoever might like it. But that's all the housekeeping I got for now. Let's get right into the episode. So why even bother trying to relieve ourselves of anxiety? Again, we're not anxious people. We're just people who get anxious. So for one, it sucks to feel anxious all the time. I know uh, I've been there. But also, if you're like me and you want a life that feels a little more fulfilling, where you're following a unique path, taking risks, maybe you're building mastery, which is one of the best feelings, you're growing, you're expanding, you're having a ton of fun on this earth, it's incredibly debilitating to be anxious all the time. And for me, again, I'm trying to make this personal, my anxiety can take so much energy away from me and the things that I want to be doing because anxiety is basically our body's uh, threat detection mechanism. That's what I like to call it. And when some parts of us feel in danger, our body signals danger, danger. Like (laughs) that's feeling anxiety is our body and minds and like nervous system screaming danger. And this is helpful for survival. So it's like, we're not trying to shame that. It's helpful to be careful when there may be like a tiger around the corner, when there might be a killer on the loose. Like those are natural anxiety threat detection mechanisms that are keeping us alive. Like we evolved in nature to be anxious around about like animals in the bushes. <laughs> but for so many of us, myself included, there's a tiger around the corner all the fucking time. Our threat detection mechanism 
is way out of balance. This causes uh, a bunch of anxiety. The fight or flight, you know, creates a very limited vision. We're only seeing threats. If you think about your vision being this wide thing when you're anxious, you it's almost like you're seeing through a little keyhole. Like when you're anxious, you really only see threats because that's all you can physically focus on because it's, uh, it's a survival instinct. And so from this state, when everything is a threat, our systems are just getting burnt out from thinking we're always in danger. Our nervous systems are fried. And when we're always in danger, it's not about thriving. It's not. Like this life is no longer about thriving. It is about surviving. And we can't ask too much out of life when we're anxious all the time and we're just in the survival mode. We just want to get by. We just want to get by without too much pain. Like, like spare me of too much pain. I just want to get by. And I don't think that's why we're here. I don't think that's why you think we're here. I think we're not just here to get by and avoid pain. I think we're here to get dirty, man. We're here to get messy. We're here to go for it. We're here to um, you know, say yes to the call to adventure and to our unique path. And so I think we have to learn how to get out of fight or flight. And I'm not the first to say this. I'm not the last to say this. But we live in this fight or flight. We live in chronic anxiousness and Hopefully we can widen our vision a little bit. We can feel more at ease. Our courage can expand. Our life can be more colorful. And maybe we can have a little more fulfillment if we learn to cope with these feelings of lack of safety, anxiousness, etc. I like the notion that no, like most of us have no idea how good our bodies and minds were designed to feel. And I think a lot of, a lot of us, myself included, um, have become just accustomed to living in this low-grade state of anxiety. And it's just helpful to ask, like, what if we didn't? What if we didn't live in this state of not feeling safe? What if we didn't? What would be possible then? And so hopefully that gets you on board to at least consider a couple of these tactics that uh, I use before we get into the episode. And uh, let's jump to number one, my friends. Number one, ways to get rid of anxiety. Number one I put is exercise intensely and break a fucking sweat. Like don't just go on a walk. Don't just do a little yoga, which is, which is beautiful, but do something intense, like really fucking try. (laughs) I've been living in a hotel with my girlfriend for the last week. And I'm reminded of just how important it is to train physically so that my mind can feel more at ease. Like I'm in between places. We're stuck in this hotel. And, you know, like my dog is a perfect example of this. Animals stuck in captivity act crazy. They are anxious. They are stressed. They pace around. They are not themselves. They're they're not respondent. They don't behave the right way. Like my dog is a beautiful example of this. So what's the easiest way to get my crazy ass dog back to his baseline level of behavior, back to a little bit more peaceful, just restful, lack of anxiousness? a good fucking workout. I have my dog pull me on my skateboard and he pulls me like, he's a husky, he pulls me like a sled dog and just runs his ass off. And then after that, he's a happy dog. We are not that different. We are animals. We need to sweat. We need to stretch. We need to struggle, grunt, push ourselves. We need to look, we need a little, uh, you know, (laughs) there's no better feeling than laying there. Like let's say on the floor after a hard workout, catching our breath, feeling like, fuck yeah. Like I fucking got after it. And I know this isn't new to anybody, but like 
I needed that reminder. I was, you know, just doing a little bit of walking, a little yoga, maybe a little workout, but it wasn't until I really pushed myself in a hard workout, obviously not injuring myself, but pushing myself that I was like, oh yeah, like I needed this. This is, this is what I needed. And Joe Rogan talks about this a lot, how we as humans need some sort of real struggle. Like the human organism, he says, has evolved to thrive under stress. But he talks about how we have become so domesticated and civilized that we no longer push our bodies in a way that creates struggle. And so our minds are forced to kind of find struggle elsewhere. We don't have enough struggle, so we pick fights with people. We stress over details. We worry about outcomes we can't control. And it's just our human organism looking for struggle where it might not be any. And he says, like, this is why it's so important to work out intensely, like break a sweat, push ourselves to self-inflict a little bit of struggle into our days, to become a little primal and savage a little bit so that we can return to our normal lives with peace, with calm, with tranquility. And so I resonate with this so much and it, it definitely like kicked me back into gear. I've put this into practice in this hotel gym when I'm here stuck in captivity and I can't agree more. Like one of the fastest ways to snap out of anxiousness is to put yourself through some difficult motherfucking exercise. You know, on the other end of self-inflicted struggle is peace. I believe that Joe Rogan believes that that's number one. Number two is, and I know you guys have heard me say this if you listen to my show, if you listen to anything I put out in the world. Number two is journaling. It's one of the best ways to get rid of anxiety so fast too. So, you know, again, I talk about this all the time, but in a nutshell, journaling is one of the most effective ways to take your messy brain and all these thoughts and just make sense of them. If our anxious brain is like a knot, journaling helps us untie that knot. And there's no wrong way to journal. Like sit down with a pen and paper and give yourself 10 minutes to write. Put your phone on the other fucking side of the room and write without filter. And just writing like for 10 minutes straight, just seeing what your brain wants to come up with will produce clarity. And I think clarity is often the opposite of like this anxious, fearful mind. I think it's easier to feel... Um, more anxious than we need to when we feel like we have all these tabs running loose in our heads, almost like we're a computer and we have way too many tabs open. We feel like we're, we're keeping notes on way too many things. Journaling helps us take inventory of all those open tabs and then decide from there, which are actually important, which can I let go of? And journaling is so helpful for that. If you don't know what to write about and you want to sit down and you're like, I just don't know how to sit down and start journaling, try just to start writing about the season of life you're in. You know, that's one of my favorite easy ways to just start. What chapter of life are you in? What growing pains are you experiencing? What are you being called to learn right now? And then from there, you can do some simple goal setting. You can write about like two to three things that you want to call into your life. And, you know, two to three goals that you have for your life. Write about them as if they are sure to happen. Like write about them as if they've already happened. And this is a really helpful tool for me because getting clear on a vision of the future that excites you really helps, well, at least for me, getting clear on a future that excites me helps me get out of an anxious state and into a more enthusiastic state. Because remember, anxiousness is about surviving and not thriving. So articulating to ourselves what thriving might look like in the near future is a cool way to almost trick our brain in into a thriving state and out of that survival state. 
And so number two is journaling. And if you want more help in this journaling process, this is just a quick plug. I have a new online course called Finding Clarity and Direction Through Self-Inquiry. It is an in-depth guide to like asking the big questions to getting clarity, to enhancing focus and productivity, to overcoming fear. There's all these different sections aimed to help you achieve very specific results, self-awareness, breaking through self-imposed limits. And the thing with this course is almost all of it takes place within the journal. So if you are looking for a super simple but a super fucking effective methodology to growth, to finding clarity, to finding direction, and to start moving in the direction that you want to go, this course is meant to be very simple but very effective. Um, You can see it in the show notes below. If you're looking to take this idea of journaling and just 10x it and really get all the juice out of it, I've made this course um, with that in mind. Like This is the tool that has brought me so much in my life, and I tried to make the course that my younger self needed to really take this idea and put it into practice at the highest level possible. So number three, I just had to plug that in there, but we'll move on to number three. And speaking of plug, (laughs) number three, how to get rid of anxiousness. Number three might be the most important. I don't know. They're all, they're all pretty important, but number three is to unplug, unplug. And this is, I'm like yelling at myself, Max unplug. We have so much fucking information Bring, being brought to our attention. Our mind is being forced to process more data than ever before in human history. We have so much coming at us. Not only are we processing our own thoughts, our desires, our worries, our concerns, that tiger that might be behind the bush, and rightfully so, like we should be a little worried about that. Not only are we processing that, but we're processing hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of bits of information every day that we allow that we allow into our psyche from TV, but mostly like social media. We're not only thinking about all the data that we need to take in from our outside world and surroundings and our relationships and our dynamics and our goals and our job. That is so much information that we're processing already. But we're now thinking about other people. We're thinking about their lives. We're thinking about the direction the world is headed. We're thinking about sports. We're thinking about celebrities. Whatever is being thrown at us on that fucking little computer phone of ours. (laughs) And it's just too much thinking. It's too much thinking. Too much thinking will make us feel crazy. It will make us feel anxious. And um, Alan Watts has this awesome, simple quote that says, muddy water is best cleared by leaving it alone. Muddy water is best cleared by leaving it alone. And if our mind is overly busy and anxious, it's like it's a muddy piece of water. It's a muddy body of water with information. We need to give that muddy water space to clear. We have to leave our mind alone to let it rebalance. If a clog is drained, you don't just keep putting shit down the drain. If our brain is cleaned, we're just putting information down this drain that's already clogged. We just keep doing it. It's crazy. Um, and so we just have to let it be sometimes. And I think letting it be is, is just unplugging. Letting the TV and the social media, just letting it go, just removing it from our lives for at least a couple days and just letting the mud clear by leaving it alone. My friend uh, Aaron Alexander, he wrote The Align Method. Awesome book. Check it out if you haven't. It's a really good book that goes into the into the depths of the mind-body connection. And he talks a lot about this on a physical level, like looking closely at things like our phone too much literally creates an anxiousness response in the body because when our eyes are focused on something really close to us, 
in this short-sighted vision. We almost have to crinkle our eyes to see it. It it goes back to this idea that like when we're anxious or in a fight or flight, we have to have really narrow vision so that we can focus on the threat. Well, this almost is like a reverse response. Like when we're looking at our phone, it's almost tricking our brain that we're looking at a threat just because we're looking at something so short and so close to us. I don't know. It's interesting. Like the opposite of this idea would be looking out over a wide horizon. You're looking over the ocean. You're looking at mountains. You're just looking far and wide and you're letting your eyes relax. And what do we do when we have a beautiful view in front of us? We just, it's like a uh, a psychological response to relax when our eyes get the chance to relax. And so if looking out at the distance allows us to relax, looking at our phones all day just physically causes our brains to not relax. It's like be focused, be stressed, tighten up a little bit. And so this might be the most important one that I think we're an anxious society because we're a overly plugged in society, myself included. I'm addicted as fuck to Instagram and I'm trying to break that. I work really hard at it, but it's still, it's so addicting. Unplugging from these things, getting off of our screens for like 24 hours, I think is one of the most medicinal things we can do in our modern world. And it's difficult to do once again, because these apps have been designed to be addictive Like I try and actively take time from these things to give my brain a break, but it's still difficult. So just being mindful that they are addictive. So don't beat yourself up if it's hard for you to take a break, but really be, try to be mindful of, you know, your breaks, a good book on this, on just how addictive these things can be and how you can start thinking about them differently is Cal Newport's book, Digital Minimalism. Cal Newport is one of my favorite authors. He wrote Deep Work. He wrote Be So Good They Can't Ignore You. He's a scholar on what it means to be productive, focused, and happy. And he just you know, lays it all out in his book, Digital Minimalism, which is really beautiful. So I would check that out. Basically, if we're feeling anxious, the phone is only digging us a deeper hole. So if you're feeling anxious, you know, if you catch yourself in that anxious state, just use that as your cue to refine balance and get off the fucking phone. Number four, how to kind of get rid of anxiety in a way. This one might be a little esoteric and a little bit personal, but it is connect spiritually. Connect spiritually. My anxiousness often comes as a result of my human tendency to want to try to control everything. I want to control. I want to know how things are going to pan out. And from my experience, trying to control the uncontrollable causes anxiety. Trying to... Trying to control the uncontrollable causes anxiety. So what's the opposite of trying to control? This is how my brain works. What's the opposite of trying to control? Practicing faith. Practicing surrendering. And for me, this means a couple things. I first try and have, even though this is very difficult to do, I try and have faith in the present moment. And this sounds a little esoteric, I know, but stick with me. I try and have faith in the present moment. Where I am right now is enough. All I can control, like factually, is what is right in front of me in this moment. Having a meditation practice, a daily meditation practice, for me helps with this. Like when I meditate, I'm actively practicing, practicing because it is a practice, staying in the moment, even when my anxious mind wants to talk to me about the future and this and that and this. Meditation is the practice of coming back coming back, coming back. And this helps a lot because if I'm just focused on the present moment, you know, 
anxiety tends to not be able to live there. It, it only lives really in the future, it seems. And then I try and surrender outcomes to something greater than myself. So that's another part of the, it's like meditation helps me anchor to the present. And then I try to surrender. So like I do that through prayer, sometimes silent, sometimes aloud. I just try and ask for help. I ask for what I want. I ask for strength to be okay, no matter what happens. And I just try to take inventory of where I'm at, give the control up to something greater than myself. And that often can help my shoulders that are tight and almost to my ears, just praying. Like, even if I'm, even if I, I, I didn't grow up religious, I didn't grow up in any type of faith, but I found this along my way to just be a, a, a way to help me be a better human, a better man. And whether I believe in something greater than myself, I do, but whether I believe in something greater than myself or not, this just helps my shoulders relax. It helps me breathe. It helps me, ah. And don't get me wrong, like I'm still going to try my best to do what I can do to make what I want to happen, happen. I'm still going to try my best, but it helps for me to connect to something bigger than myself so that I don't get caught up in trying to control all these outcomes that are out of my control. It's so human to try to control, but I try to remember that, you know, nature is much more intelligent than me. And so as much as I can, I try to just surrender and accept the present fully, no matter how things are going. And I try and release my control and expectations. I try to release them to a force beyond me. Let's call it nature. The thing that makes all these fucking beautiful trees and mountains and rivers and air and everything in nature is just so perfectly imbalanced. I think, you know, that thing's pretty smart, that thing. <laughs> Maybe there's some hand at play here. Maybe there's some intelligence that is moving things beyond my little human mind can perceive. What would it look like if I could give up a little of that control that I tried to um, hold on to? What would it look like to stop white knuckling everything and just kind of let my hands release? Another Alan Watts quote uh, that I am going to butcher, but he kind of says like, you can't really receive anything with your your fist clenched shut. You can't control... Yeah, <laughs> I'm butchering this, but <laughs> you can't receive anything with your fist clenched shut. And that's just kind of a metaphor. Like, what is the anxious person doing? I feel like they're clenching. Their fists are tight. They're white knuckling. And that calm, relaxed person, someone who has faith, maybe is opening up their hands, opening up their palms and, and beginning to receive and so that really helps me take some pressure off, lightens up my anxiety a bit. And so that's it. That's four ways I deal with anxiety, people. I'd be curious if any of these stood out to you. Hit me up in the uh, Instagram DMs. Maybe tag me in your stories if you want to share this with your friends so that I can see it. Um, but yeah, let me know. And if there's something that you have found helpful, super helpful for you and your anxiety that you want to share with me, something I left out. Again, there are millions of ways, but I'd be curious. What are one of your favorite ways? Let me know. I love connecting with uh, you people because we're all on a similar journey. So don't hesitate to reach out and say hello. Um, once again, if you're interested in my online course, Finding Direction and Clarity with sections that teach you one, it gives you a very foundational practice to journaling, a self-reflection practice, but then it goes deep into very specific outcomes that you might want help with. Things like overcoming fear, things like becoming more productive, like when you realize what you want, you have to get really productive and start doing the right things. There's a section for that. There's a section for becoming more self-aware, getting to know yourself, because when you know yourself, life makes a lot more sense. You get to make better decisions when you know 
this is who I am and this is where I'm coming from. There's a section for finding uh, career clarity for so long. I knew I wanted to be free. I knew I wanted to go my own path, but I didn't know what I could do. And there's a section for that. There's a section for overcoming self-imposed limits, for overcoming unconscious patterns that keep us stuck and stagnant. There's a lot of good shit in this course. I'm super proud of it. So check that out if you're interested. Uh, I will put that in the show notes. And that's it, guys. Thank you for listening. I hope to be doing more podcasts regularly. So thank you for listening. Go back and check out some of the past podcasts if you want to. I don't know where my accent's coming from. That's all I got for now, people. Uh, Thank you for listening to Looking Up. I love you, and I'll see you next time. Peace.